1: From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. It is the 3rd of the 3rd 2022. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business, finance and everything. Besides, we never quite know where this conversation is going to take us, do we,
0: Scuddy? Well, it's never pre-planned, absolutely, so that's where it takes us today.
1: But we do have the market to guide us as always. That is our light on the hill and I like the first line in our COB newsletter. By the way, if you don't subscribe, you should. It's good. It's got Scuddy's view in it, and it's often more fleshed out than what we talk about on this. See, I'm already going off off, off track. But um, my point was, you called this market Teflon, and it sure feels like it, doesn't it?
0: Well, it's uh in the pudding, five days in a row gains. Now, we're not back to any significant level, of course, but uh, given the circumstances, Uh, It's a pretty impressive performance. And once again, the same factors we've been talking about throughout the course of this week. Energy materials doing all the heavy lifting.
1: Doing all the heavy lifting, but no wonder why. Did you see the iron ore price today? Aluminium, Brent, everything was just looking so strong. And uh, we've got reports as well coming from China that they're potentially considering easing some of those COVID restrictions. So we will see.
0: Yeah, Maybe WA's
1: border open today as well.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Congratulations. Well, <laughs> welcome to the rest of the world. Uh, yeah, it's really interesting that I, I actually have a, a view that I wrote about China and the uh, the fact that there might have been uh, a reopening much quicker than what was being uh, anticipated because of what was going on in Hong Kong, and it just got pushing the uh, the sidelines and uh, now I'm feeling a bit, uh, a bit silly if you're not pushing it out but that's a really key risk because this thing about what's happening in the rest of the world you'll get the initial shock people will be cautious and everything else you'll get the wave come through and then it dissipates then everyone goes and spends and what's been one of the key areas mm-hmm. that have been so weak in China's economy over the past two years the consumer sector
1: you come in handy sometimes, Scuddy. But Ma- that is true. When Ma- I read maybe, that.
0: Maybe maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll get my old you and you can tweak it up and then uh, spruce it up and put it out next week.
1: Yeah, I'll just uh, revise. I'm good at that. I'm good at the editing. All right. Um, let's get to some of the best and worst performers. Points bet up by close to 18%. So up and down and up and down. And then the rest of them really tell a story. Whitehaven, Oz Minerals, Town, Nickel Mines, IGO, Pilbara, Beach, Woodside. And Washington H. Salt Pattinson.
0: Yeah, well, the um, mixture of uh, all those ESG and non ESG thematics we've been talking about so much on this yeah. channel.
1: Okay, well, let's uh, get to some of the worst performers. That would be Block, Platinum Asset Management, Polynovo, NextDC, Zip, Invocare, Magellan, still not catching a falling knife there, down by 2%, Sonic, Net Wealth and Immugene. So there you go. I've summed up the top 10, bottom 10 on the market. Our stock of the day, we don't talk about it very much, especially not lately with the lockdowns, et cetera, but Ardent Leisure uh, was out with some news this morning. There wasn't a whole bunch of news out there, but um, it was the stock of the day. Take a listen to Koshi and his guests discuss whether or not it should be going to the investment committee.
0: Company is growing further in the US, which has become a a bigger and bigger part of the the business. Uh, As you said, Ardent Leisure has been impacted significantly a few years ago by the safety issues and more recently by COVID. Probably not one that, that I'd be necessarily buying. I think there are probably better reopening trades. Obviously, I think the US is a f- much further ahead in terms of reopening. Yep. Um, look, It seems to be on the surface of decent acquisition. I'd still be a little bit wait and see, but you know, give it some time. Uh, somewhere over the next sort of say three, three to six months I'd be um, trying to buy dips in this potentially. Um
1: so there you go. Ardent Leisure, completing the acquisition of three family entertainment centers in Colorado. Uh, it underperformed the broader market today. It's not getting put to the investment committee. There's still a lot of ways to go on this reopening theme everywhere.
0: Yeah. Not going in the portfolio. i tell you something that should go in the portfolio. For those of you who obviously you've got to listen to this, but if you go and watch the video, uh, go and put uh, Mark Gardner's uh, tailor into the portfolio. Yeah. Looking very dapper today, Mark.
1: Very dapper today. Uh Scuddy, we didn't have any big economic data here today locally. Um, but we did see the Aussie dollar still going strong. And that too is a commodities story. Um, where do you see the next sort of local big data point coming through?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. Uh look, undoubtedly it's gonna be the big three labor market, wages data. And inflation. So you put that into the equation. A couple of weeks' time, we'll get the other uh, labour force survey for February here locally. And then at the end of April, we'll go and get the CPI. And then uh, at some point in May, uh, no, early issue May, but after the IBA meeting, we'll get the wage price index. Uh, other measures of wage uh, and, and wage inflation, the like, unfortunately, are as rare as hen's teeth in this country. So we're not going to get any real clarity on that front. So that's my pick as to what's going to be the local drivers.
1: Those are big ones. We'll get some colour though on the state of businesses next week within our business survey. Um, We get consumer confidence out. That's for the monthly read and um, that would be interesting just to see obviously with all of this Uh, well, you know, everything that's going on in the world. I don't think we need to go too far into it. And then we've also got Reserve Bank Governor Phil Lowe speaking. That is next Friday. I'm getting totally ahead of myself because, of course, tomorrow we're going to be talking about non-farm payroll reports. Hey, Scotty, why couldn't we mention ADP without you nearly vomiting on air today?
0: Uh, I'm not mentioning it at all. I'm not not (laughs) even in this podcast. You have to read my view, but uh, never to be spoken of again.
1: Okay, there you go. I know why. You'll have to... Sign up to the COB newsletter to read Scotty's View. You're not even going to give us a little bit of it? it well, I know. It's because it's um, magically found a whole bunch of other jobs in a previous report.
0: I don't know. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the payrolls report and getting a, a clear reader of this the strength of the labor market.
1: Yeah, me too. All right. We'll stop talking in tongues. Um, look, there wasn't a heap of corporate news out there today, let's be honest, but always enough to keep ourselves interested. We had a couple of um, Australian companies I thought was interesting coming out and sort of clarifying their exposure or non-exposure to the Russian situation that was Beam Communications. We had Rays actually come out today saying that the volatility is impacting its growth and it's predicting more volatility to come. But, you know, we're in that post-reporting season period where you don't always get a whole heap of corporate information to um you know to really hang your hat hat on to be honest
0: Yeah, I know a lot of the team here at Ausbiz were uh, were hoping after a very, very busy reporting season, we might actually go and have a bit of time to breathe. But uh, of course, the world keeps going and uh, there's been some pretty unfortunate events over the past couple of weeks and I think it's going to keep us busy for a very long time.
1: So tonight we get the Challenger Job Cuts series, weekly jobless claims. We get the ISM Services read along with factory orders. Services is really the one to watch, correct?
0: Correct. And the employment uh, reading in that, unlike some other uh, alternate indicators on in the US labour market, is generally a pretty good guide as to what we'll see in terms of the magnitude of the movement in uh, job creation in the non-farm payrolls report.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, uh, look, as far as markets go, what can we say? As we mentioned, the local market um, really, really being propped up by the metals and the miners and the energy sector as well. And tonight, anything can happen.
0: Who knows? One thing Australia is blessed with is a lot of commodities and it's Mm -hmm. certainly helping us for the time being. I'm really interested to see how those markets that are dominated by uh, industrials and uh, companies that have to go and put those input costs into Mm -hmm. their business models, how they're going to fare. And I dare say it's not going to be anywhere near as well.
1: For now, we are the lucky country. Let's leave it there, Scotty. I hope you have a good night. I hope everybody listening has a good night as well.
0: Yep. Stay safe. We'll see you on Friday.